Here it is, part three, with Lori Sims of Nacho Kids. Hi there, I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet. Nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step-parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe. And you can get more of me at EssentialStepmom.com. In this final of three episodes with Lori Sims, Lori's going to talk about how to react when you find that empty cereal box in the cupboard. And God knows that's one of my personal favorites. And how to tell what you should nacho and what you don't have to. And finally, how to change your thought process. Here she is. Yeah. And I'm going to throw this caution out there to anybody that has a bio child that is younger than your stepkids. Mm. Be careful what you expect from those stepkids because it will bite <laughs> you in the butt when your kids turn that age. Because I'm thinking, yeah, Jackson's going to be fixing his own breakfast at 14. So when David's kids were 14, I'm like, oh, my God, you're fixing their breakfast. This is ridiculous. Jackson's 14. I'm like, good morning, honey. What you want for breakfast? <laughs> So yeah. be careful. Be careful. Well, but that's another thing that I think I think a lot of stepmoms, childless stepmoms anyway, don't understand the significance of doing those things for their kids. Because my husband was very, very hands-on kind of parent. Mm -hmm. Before he got divorced, he was the chief cook and bottle washer. And for him, you know, love is cooking food mm -hmm. and it's washing the dishes and it's doing the laundry. And, and then he didn't get to do those things because... He left the household and it's like a bottomless pit of days that he didn't get to, to make breakfast mm -hmm. or days that he didn't get to do that thing. And so for him, it's part of how he shows love. And for them, it's part of how they receive love from their dad. You know, it really is. And so who are you to interfere in that? You go do your own thing and don't worry about whether or not his kids are learning responsibility the way you think that they ought to. Right. Because I can tell you that my husband, who is great at doing dishes and cooking and all of that stuff, he doesn't even really like it when his kids help with the dishes because he he's very particular about mm -hmm. getting it done, you know. But I can tell you that on the occasions when they have done it or when they've been asked to do it, it's spotless. They're unbelievable at cleaning and drying and putting things away. And it looks like, it, you know, we came home from the cottage one time when we'd left them alone and, and we came home, the place looked like a show home. Like we were putting a for sale sign on the lawn. It was immaculate. Wow. Immaculate. So it's not that they don't know how to do it, but even, even years into that, my stepdaughter still leaves her dish in the sink or she leaves it on the counter or she cooks something and doesn't wash the pot. Mm -hmm. And dad does that for her because he wants to. Right. And not because she doesn't know how or she wouldn't do it if I asked her or whatever. So, you know, they're allowed to have that kind of vibe between them. Yes. And talk about love languages. That's how he shows love. 
Exactly. Acts of service. And a lot of people don't understand, but you have a giving love language and a receiving love language. Yeah. So just because yours is acts of service, that doesn't mean across the board. Right. Laura Petherbridge says this all the time, that we look at stepkids through the eyes of responsibility and the parents look at them through the eyes of love or the lens of love. Mm, that's really good. And it's true. The other day I laughed so hard. David's oldest is here with his wife while they're waiting on base housing. And I went to go move something and there was a cup or something on the counter. And I thought, is that Jackson's? Mm. Because if it's Jackson's, this is how I'm going to react. Versus, is it Avery's? This is how I'm going to react. Why did I think that way? Stop. Move the freaking cup. (laughs) Exactly. You know, a lot of times people will say, well, I can't nacho that. You can, but you choose not to. You can nacho anything. But what you have to do is weigh out your stress level. Is looking at that cup on the counter for three hours going to cause me more stress than me just putting it in the dishwasher? The other day, the kitchen was running over with dishes because we had cooked. And I was like, I, 10 minutes. I bet you I can knock this out in 10 minutes. Rather than getting frustrated about it, I'm like, watch this. I'm getting ready to go crazy on these dishes. And I did. And nobody was upset. I wasn't mad. I didn't walk around with a bad look on my face or a bad attitude for three hours later about dishes. Yeah. And I'm not dismissing anything that stresses a stepmom out because I'm telling you, I have been there, I have been there, I have been there. You've been there, Tracy. Mm. But you learn that getting stressed out is not benefiting you health-wise, and it's not benefiting your blend. You have to give things the proper emotional weight. I joke, and I know you're going to laugh at this. I come home from work early, little Johnny skips school. Oh, not good, little Johnny. Mm. You know, I'm mad, right? Yeah. A mad little Johnny skip school. He's pulling one over on his dad, blah, blah, blah. This, you know, spirals. Second scenario, I come home, little Johnny skips school. He's got five other people in my house. They're smoking pot, drinking beer, and playing strip poker. Which mm-hmm. one's going to make me matter? Mm-hmm. Probably the second one. <laughs> so don't treat the first one as it's the second one. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, of course. But it that's not our reflex. You're just mad. You're not thinking, well, it, it could it could be worse. You know, I hear mm-hmm. I hear things, you know, the women write in my group about a a certain situation and lots of other women jump on and say, oh my gosh, that's all? You got your shorts and a knot over this? Listen to what happened at my house, you know? So uh, yes, it could always be worse, but it's really hard for us to wrap our heads around that in the heat of the moment. Right. And that's why it's so important when you feel that angry little man inside of you, you know, going like he's about to bust out. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Walk outside, go to the bathroom, play a stupid game on your phone, change your thought process, yeah, and then readdress it. Because it's different walking in and getting blindsided by a bunch of crap in the kitchen versus knowing it's already in there when you go back. You can handle it better. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. And Tracy, I see it in the groups all the time too. And it kind of bothers me because I feel bad when somebody goes, oh my God, that's all you're worried about? My stepkid tried to poison me with Visine in my coffee. Yeah. But it still hurts them, and it still stresses them out. And we need to figure out a way to help them with that. Yeah, I flipped out over an empty cereal box. I mean, my head spun around like the exorcist. (laughs) Empty cereal box in the cupboard, you mean, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was having the best day on a 1 to 10 scale of days. It was a 12. Yeah. I'm putting groceries up, empty cereal box. Yeah. Ooh, negative 50. I am pissed. Yeah. And it spirals. 
is it the cereal box? No, it's what it represents to me. Yeah. It represents laziness, unappreciativeness, yeah. the maid syndrome again, the yeah. stepkids are never going to move out. It means so much more than an empty cereal box. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things where you have to go, calm down, Lori, calm down. It's an empty cereal box. It's not proof that these children are going to live here till they're 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we really have to look at things. And I remember with David... When things were really bad, we were trying to remove me from the stressful situations. And that's why I disengaged fully for a year. For a year. Wow. For a year. Yes. Now, granted, you know, a lot of people misunderstand the method. It's not being mean to the stepkids. I just didn't engage or initiate conversation. If they asked me something, I responded. But then I slowly started rebuilding that relationship with them. And I was able to appreciate and like and love them for who they were. And David helped a lot with that because cooking was an issue. I don't like cooking in the first place. And then you're going to have me cook for all these youngins, and they're going to say, this looks like dog food. Yeah. David took that over. Perfect. And there were nights that I could see his frustration when the kids would say, oh, I ate at Mama's after he stood up and cooked for an hour and a half. Yeah. And that was part of the frustrations I had felt. So he was able to feel my frustrations, and he's like, oh, so they have to feel that pain. And it's not being mean saying they need to feel the pain. They need to experience the reality. Right. It's not real to them until they experience something in the same way that you experience it. The same right. ki- kind of frustration. It's just not real to them. It's the same way as a childless stepmom feeling like they understand what it's like to be a bio mom. Yeah. Until you experience, you can't understand it. Oh, listen, how many, how many women have we interacted with who have said, holy cow, I get it now. You have a child of your own and you say, okay, that's what that was all about. Yes. Like it completely doesn't happen to everybody, but many, many women understand things in a very different way Mm -hmm. when they have an hour's baby. Mm -hmm. So it's a similar thing. Well, I know there's another step family coach lady that apparently she upset quite a few of her followers by saying, unless you have kids of your own, you don't understand. And that caused a big ruckus. Yeah. And I can see it's hurtful. It's no different than when we went to Mr. Butler and he said, Lori, they're not your kids. Well, duh, I know that. But it hurt because I cared about them. Yeah. And it's the same thing. These women are like, excuse me, I get this kid ready for school. I do everything. Yeah. Take them to doctor's appointments. I do everything a mother would do. But it's different. Yeah. It's not a bash against you or saying you're less than. It's just saying in a reality of things, you can't understand it fully until you've experienced it. Yeah. And and it's not it's not a diss. Right. But you can look at it inside your own family of origin. And you might have a brother or a sister who's really, really hard to be with mm-hmm. and who might be really abrasive and your partner can't stand them. Mm-hmm. But if something were to happen to them and you would rush to their aid, mm-hmm. you could say, well, but it's my sister. Don't you get that? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's obnoxious, but she's my sister. And there is something activated in your DNA around that. You have this family connection that mm-hmm. that your partner will never have with your brothers and sisters or with your parents. Mm-hmm. And even just to say that you could say to your husband, oh my God, my mother is driving me crazy. Every time she does this, I just want to, you know, I want to choke her. I can't handle it when she's like that. 
But if your husband ever said to you, oh my God, your mother, she's driving me crazy. I can't stand it when she does that. You would be like a fire breathing dragon. Say Mm -hmm. what? Get out of here, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's really similar to you can't say anything negative about the stepkids. Right. And David and I have been married 12 years this year. And when he says something about my son, I still kick into mama bear. Mm. Thankfully, we've gotten to the point we kind of laugh about it because he knows if he says something about Jackson that I'm going to play tit for tat. Mm. Well, your kid, da 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 da. A lot of people think, well, y'all can't have the best relationship if you can't discuss issues with each other's kids. No, you can. But just know that, like, I can tell David, I'm concerned about one of your kids, da 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 da. And he knows it's coming from a place of love. And I know David loves Jackson. But it's all about the wording, and if you feel like it's coming from a place of judgment, attacking, whatever, to how you respond to it. So if I said to David, I'm concerned about so-and-so's grades, and you know we hear what we want to hear, he could hear, you're a crappy dad, your kid's stupid, you're not helping him with school. Or he could hear, she's concerned about my son's grades, what do I need to do to make things better or to help him? But you have to be really careful with it because we kick into that defensive mode yeah. straight out the gate. Totally. No, mm-hmm. I, I hear you. I, I hear it's the same in my family, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the, the slightest little word makes me get, you know, all kind of edgy. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a real thing. It is. I don't know that it's something you need to get over because how can you? Right. They're your babies. I don't care if they're 50. They're your babies. Yep. Exactly. Lori, I want, before we leave, because we're moving right into the week of the Step Family Summit, the Ultimate Step Family Summit. Yes. Tell me a little bit about what you and David are talking about at this year's summit. This year's summit, we are talking about how nachoing is self-care. Mm. Normally, you think self-care is pedicures, yeah, facials. Yeah, lighting a nice smelling candle. Yes, But nachoing itself is self-care because you are lowering your stress and improving the environment around you. Well, that's great. And what are you talking about, Tracy? I am talking about ways in which a stepmom can support her partner when the shit hits the fan. (laughs) Pardon my language. So I'm talking about, you know, the really, the really difficult times, the super high conflict, the parental alienation, the getting dragged into court those kind of very long lasting high conflict situations where you're really at risk of losing yourself mm-hmm. in, in that kind of activity been there hundred percent. So I'm, you know, I am sharing the things that I did that helped me get through those high conflict periods. And yeah, I'm looking forward to people hearing about that. I am too. And I'm so excited just about the normal summit, but also We're having a VIP party. Yeah, I know. That's going to be super fun. And we have all these VIP breakouts where we're going to meet for lunch or for coffee. And then the participants who are the VIP members get to come into that private Zoom room and and just hang out with us, ask questions, listen to us talking about about the interviews that we've been listening to. And kind of because we're all right into this, you know, like there's Mm -hmm. a ton of people that I want to hear what they have to say. So we're going to get to talk to each other, you know, as step family experts about Mm -hmm. the issues that are coming up that we're talking about. So that's super fun. And there are 
VIP bonuses too. The whole event is free, right? Right. Everybody, anybody can sign up for free. You can listen to the whole thing for free. It's all on 24 hour replay. So even if you can't catch it live, but um, there's a VIP offer where you, you know, you own all the recordings, Mm -hmm. all the video recordings of the whole thing so that you can take your time, listen when you have time, whatever, but included in that VIP bundle are special offers mm-hmm. for the VIPs, exclusive offers from each of the presenters. So tell me what your VIP offer is. My VIP offer is a five-day self-care nacho challenge. Oh, cool. But my VIP offer is for the dads. Uh-oh. And it is it is a full day of, it's a day of Voxer coaching. Do you know what Voxer is? I've heard y'all talk about it. It's a um, Voxer is a kind of walkie-talkie app. So it's basically unlimited back and forth phone messages. That's that's it essentially, except they don't go to your phone number. They you know, it's in inside the app. So so like the the client would leave me a message, either a voice message or you can text saying, "Here's what's going on. You know, um my wife is having a really hard time dealing with my 13-year-old daughter. They're fighting all the time. I feel totally in the middle." blah, blah, blah. They're going to tell me the whole story. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to listen to the message and I'm going to send back a message saying, okay, give me some more information. I need to know a little bit about your history. Mm -hmm. Or then later on, I'm going to say, have you tried this? What happened when you did that? And then he's going to message back and say, yeah, that blew up. I tried that once and that wasn't any good. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to Mm -hmm. say, okay, so, and we're just going to go back and forth at your total convenience because you do it whenever you have free moment all day. So you can ask, Unlimited questions, or you can just work at untangling one big problem. I have a feeling you are going to be swamped that day. Well, it's not. I'm not going to do it all on one day. Like it's one day for the person. Oh, maybe I'll okay, work with, okay. You know, <laughs> I can work with four or five people on the same day because I'm not. I'm not like it's not going to be um, every minute of the day, right? Maybe there's going to be ten or fifteen or twenty interactions, but they're going to be over an eight-hour period. So. I could certainly work with a few people on the same day and then I can just book those days and get all the people in. Okay. And I thought you were talking about having one day, 24 hour period. No, no. It's an eight hour period and we'll book it. We'll, everybody will book the day that they want to do that thing. And then uh, it's nice, I think, for the guys who are working, you know, either they're in an office or they're in their work day that they can do this little by little, like you, you know, do one before you go to work in the morning and then you kind of check your messages on your break and do another one and do it at lunchtime. Or you can type right at your desk and continue the conversation just by typing and then listening to the voice messages back. Like it's a really kind of, it's a really convenient thing. I do have some clients who use it already and they, they like it for that reason. That was the question I was going to ask you is, is it voice only or can you type too? No, you can type. So Yeah, I I have one client who only types to me and I, and then I only send a voice message back. Mm-hmm. But then I can take my time and I can do it wherever I am. I don't have to be I hate typing on my phone. I'm just one of those people I never me learned too. to do it with my thumbs. So it's really easy for me to just click the button and talk as if I were talking to him. Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. you can talk for 15 minutes. It's an unlimited, you know, it doesn't you don't come to the end of the message. You just keep talking till you're done. Okay. People seem to love that. So we'll see how that how that works, but I'm, I'm excited about trying that out. Yeah. I'm going to have to try it out too. Well, hang on. I got something to tell you. Yeah. On October the 9th. Yeah. Members of the Nacho Kids Academy uh-huh. are going to have a men's only call. 
Oh, wow. So David is finally doing the men's only call October the 9th at 8 o'clock for Nacho Kids Academy members. Oh, cool. Well, so I think your your Nacho men are going to be all over that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that'll be a that'll be a nice thing. You know, it's nice. It's nice in general that there's a lot more. There are a lot more spaces now for men to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I've been I've been a guest on several podcasts recently that are divorced men, divorced dads podcasts, and I'm uh, I participate on a Discord server that is called the Visible Man mm-hmm. Discord server. Anybody can look it up, and there's a place where men and women can go. So it's it's really a place for men to discuss and explore and be supported in mental health. And uh, there's a men's only room where only the guys get to go and they actually have to be voice verified to get in there. <laughs> and then there's a place for the women to go who can say like, my boyfriend is so depressed, he can't get out of bed. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Or my husband has been going through a really rough patch and he doesn't like to talk and I'm not sure how to help him. And, and other guys pipe in and say, well, you know, that was me a little while ago. And here's what I would have wanted from my partner or whatever. So I think it's amazing that these things are becoming more accessible because mm-hmm. it's for sure. Everybody, everybody needs help. Yes. And we're always looking for men to be on our podcast too. I know you oh, probably great. are too. Yeah. Great. Yep. That's great. So, Reach out to us at contact us at nachokids.com if you want to be a guest on our podcast. And Which is the Nacho Kids podcast. Yes, it is the Nacho Kids podcast. And Tracy, how can they reach you if they want to be a guest on yours? Info at essentialstepmom.com. Okay. Always looking for people. Yes, always. Well, thank you so much. And as always, it's been a pleasure. It sure has. Thanks for doing this, Lori. We'll have to do it again with David and maybe we'll make him be the kid. <laughs> This is a big week in stepmom land. I hope you're holding on to something because this summit is going to rock the ground under your feet. If you haven't signed up yet, you better get on it because it starts on Wednesday. Go to bit.ly slash Tracy Summit. And there's one thing I haven't really talked about yet, which is the bonus that all summit participants are going to get from me. You just heard me say that my session at the summit is about how to support your husband through a really shitty time without losing yourself or getting dragged down with him. And one of the tools you'll be able to use is a special journal that I've prepared as a gift for all the viewers, which I call my relief journal. I call it that because it works fast and it also provides really profound healing and transformation. It comes with a video that walks you through three potent journaling exercises and I chose them very carefully to set you on a journey of personal development that's going to bring forth the exact qualities you need most as a spouse and step parent. So you'll get my relief journal just for signing up and I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Go quick to bit.ly slash Tracy Summit. And I'll see you on Webinar Jam on Thursday at 10 o'clock Eastern for my talk and at the VIP lunch breaks if you're in there as well. This week has been a whirlwind, so there won't be a regular podcast on Tuesday if that's okay with you. I'll be back next week with a special surprise episode.